my brother started Second Avenue Deli in 1954. There was a 17-year age difference between my brother and myself, and he survived the Holocaust together with my mother and father. That's Jack Liebwall. He's talking about his brother Abe. started Second Avenue Deli together with two other fellas. My brother was not even 23 years old when he started. He eventually bought out each one of them, and the rest is, I guess, history. When they write the long history of the East Village in Manhattan, there should be a few pages dedicated to the man they called the Jewish Mother Teresa, Abe Liebwald. When did they come to the United States? In 1950. So they had almost just just gotten to the U.S. Correct. That's a, that's one of those American dream type kind of stories. America to my parents, to my brother, America is the greatest country in the world. We were able to start a business. I was able to receive an education. It's the kids' and that's what America is all about. What kind of a guy was he to be able to, to make that business work the way he did? My brother was a type of person, and if, since it's right before Passover, and you ask a question, you know, when they say they, you have to pull questions at the Seder Manishtana, that was it? <laughs> say the same thing, what made my brother different than the other restaurant owners that went under is my brother loved people. Though he always wanted to make a buck, make a dollar, he had to make a living. But on the other hand, that was not the bottom line. The bottom line was being with people, taking care of people, and so forth. His generosity wasn't something he bragged about or made public. Instead, Abe often gave food away to the homeless. Sometimes he fed striking union workers. Occasionally, he donated food to the politicians he supported. And one time, Abe even served dinner to a local Ukrainian travel agency in celebration of that country's independence from the Soviet Union. Abe kept his charity below the surface when he could, but then one day, all these groups, all the people whose lives he touched, found themselves gathering together, hundreds of people filling a synagogue and crowding the streets. A massive and memorable day. The reason? It was Abe's funeral. The man they described as a saint had been murdered. My name is Dan Bowens, and you are listening to The Tape Room, a podcast where we open up the tape library here at Fox 5 and take a look back at some of the tri-state area's infamous and unsolved crimes. We think it's important to shed new light on these unforgettable stories. Greenwich Village got a shock, a brazen robbery in the middle of the day, and the victim turned out to be a man a lot of New Yorkers knew, the owner of the 2nd Avenue Deli. We knew him all well, too. All over town, they were saying Abe was a mensch. 
21 years later, Mauro Bertoli, a cameraman still here at Fox 5, remembers how he was the first person to come across that police scene. That particular day, I was driving back to the Fox 5 studios, and I decided to take First Avenue uptown. And as I was driving up First Avenue, I noticed in the corner of my eye some police activity off to the corner of First Avenue and 4th Street. And I looked over, and I slowed down, I looked over, and I saw some police activity, and I realized, oh my God, this is a crime scene. Uh, there was crime scene tape posted. Uh, there were police officers, but it was a very low-key kind of scene. There wasn't a lot of, you know, movement. So I pull over, I get my camera, and I start filming the scene. I overheard two detectives uh, chatting with each other, and one guy says to the other guy, it's, it's Abe, and I'm like, no way. I happen to have known Abe for many years um, as the owner of uh, 2nd Avenue Deli, and I had goosebumps, and I'm like, oh my God. It was, it was, it was horrifying. I mean, I've been to numerous crime scenes, but knowing someone that was just murdered, and it was early in the morning, it was so quiet, so serene, and it was right down the street from his deli. This is our report for March 4th, 1996. We'd been to Abe's Deli many times. The 64-year-old was one of the most recognizable small business owners in all of New York City. Come on, please put this aside. That's all you need is a knife. Abe Leibowald showed thousands of New Yorkers more than just the best way to carve a turkey. The 64-year-old deli owner showed them kindness, and his brutal murder is teaching them a lesson about how violent the city can be. People who knew him described him as a real mensch, a person of integrity and honor. There's a picture of him standing behind his counter. His glasses are perched on his head. His arms are stretched. He's proudly showing off a six-foot sub sitting right in front of him. This was Abe. Abe was a man who loved New Yorkers, and New Yorkers loved him. Proof of that was all over his deli walls. After 42 years in the business, his walls were covered with pictures of Abe posing with celebrities. It was also evident in the tears that fell both inside the deli and outside. And then one morning, the morning of March 4th, everything changed. People lining up as they did most days, just finding out the owner of the 2nd Avenue deli was killed. There is no respect for human life. There's no respect for somebody who, who tries. It's just in pursuit of the dollar or pursuit of the drug or whatever it may be. It just, it's, it's incredible. Again, this is Abe's brother, Jack. I was in the deli at 7, 7, 7.30 in the morning. I'm with my brother. I'm joking with him. I remember the people that were with my brother. And I went down to my office. I, I, I used to be practicing law then. And I went down to my law office. And I, I had made another stop before going to the office. Into my office at about 5 after 9, 10 after 9. My secretary, Karen, says to me, Jack, your brother was taken to Bellevue Hospital. Better go there.
Abe was killed during a trip to the bank to make a deposit. Whoever did this got to him right before he got out of his van. Police won't say much about Abe Liebewald's murder just blocks from a 2nd Avenue deli. They will say he was on an errand run. Abe left this NatWest bank here around 9.30 in the morning. And as he was coming out, he was robbed. He managed to drive his deli van down East 4th Street despite suffering three gunshot wounds, one to the head. He didn't quite make it to the end of the block when he pulled over and fell out. Police found the gun days later, tossed in the grass near the Central Park Transverse at 5th Avenue and 96th Street. That's the tip of the Upper East Side, nowhere near the crime scene. Ballistics testing showed it was linked to three different shootings. It's a shock. He's, he's the quintessential New Yorker who would help somebody else when they were in trouble. The salt of the earth, he was just a tremendous human being. My brother was probably the worst thing that ever happened to me. I can't think of anything worse. My parents and my brother, my, they survived the Holocaust. My parents lost their par each of their parents. They lost their siblings. They lost their cousins. They lost everything. I never could understand how they felt when I lost my brother. I maybe got an inkling of how they felt. There's a reward, $150,000 reward, and I- 100% there's a reward. We still have it out there. We hope that we'll be able to pay someone for the information. Yeah, because someone, someone knows something and even if it's something that maybe someone thought they saw that was out of place, I mean, that's that's got to be the type of thing that you go over and over in your head, uh, you know, as a family member a thousand times. I hope someone is going to come up with the necessary information to get the people who committed the crime. Police always suspected this may have been an inside job, but there was never any evidence to prove anything. The deli closed for a short time about a decade after Abe's death. It later reopened a little further up the east side on 33rd Street. Their motto now, serve authentic deli fare and to draw crowds of both new and old customers. They say it's the perfect tribute to Abe. You can find out more information about this case on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash TV. Don't forget the TV. The Tape Room is part of the Fox 5 Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dan Bowens. This episode was recorded, edited, and mixed by Matt Onimus. Our executive producers are myself, Matt Onimus, and Ahmad Asgar. Byron Harmon is vice president of Fox 5 News, and Lou Leone is vice president and general manager. If you have any information regarding this crime, you are encouraged to call Crime Stoppers, 1-800-577-TIPS, 1-800-577-TIPS. Stay tuned for the next episode of The Tape Room. Thank you.